listener production. Hello, it's me, Ursula Carlson. Welcome to another episode of That's Enough Already. This week, I've got Fifi Box on the line. We chat about her rage for people putting their seats back on planes and the fact she's exhausted from her daughter's wardrobe changes. I mean, can I hear a amen from the sisters in the back? You can catch Fifi 6 to 9 a.m. weekdays on Fifi Favour Nick on Melbourne's The Fox FM. There's a lot of complaining in this episode, which is why it's one of my absolute favourites of the season. Fifi Box, everybody. Shh, that's quite enough. Oh, just, just shut your mouth. I don't give a self-esteem. It, shush, please. Uh-huh. Yes, I can hear. But I don't care. That's enough already. Shut up. Is there like a safe word that I just call out if I'm in trouble? No, it's those safe words that get you in trouble because then you go, okay, a great safe word is say pineapple because when will you ever say that in bed? And then you kind of get hooked on the pineapple idea and you put pineapple sticker on the back of your car and then you find out that that's what all the swingers use and you're like, hang on, when the fuck did that become a thing? (laughs) I know. But on that, because I went to Fiji recently and there's a trend at the moment for pineapple print. But apparently pine, and I've got a pineapple little sundress that you just throw over bathers and pineapples on clothing mean you are open to be the third party to another couple's bedroom antics. Yeah. So if I wear, if you wear pineapple print, your that's an invitation for yourself Sorry, to can I just, I'm enter just, someone else's. For else. research purposes, how big do those pineapples have to be? <laughs> I think they can be as small or as large as you like. Yeah. Anything that resembles a pineapple. <laughs> Imagine your surprise if you're like, you've been saving for this beach holiday for years and then to be fun and funky, you get this pineapple shirt from Kmart and all of a sudden you're knee deep in, in group sex on your beach holiday. And you're like, look, I, I mean, you're going on holiday, so you already shaved the bits that needed to be shaved. You know, like you keep the garden tidy when you're on holiday, Correct. don't you? You so do. Then you go, well, if ever there was the opportunity for me to join. Now is the time. I'm at my best here. I'm a bit sun-kissed. I'm a bit tipsy. Yes. But I'm so naive in those situations. Like I'm that person who uh, after the fact will go, oh, that's when I got, when I went back to their room, like I literally just went there for a drink. I, yeah. Like I'm that person. Yeah. So I would end up in, yeah, I shouldn't wear any pineapple paraphernalia. No, no, just <laughs> just plain colours for me too. Oh, because I'm so thick. Like people can come on to me. Okay, so this weekend I will paint you a picture. Yes. Um, I'm on tour at the moment, got back last night. But um when I was on on the road, um I met these people and um I got invited up for a drink, right? Yeah. Um and I was like, oh no, thanks, you know, because I was quite like I'm I don't drink a lot and I didn't feel like having an alcoholic beverage. So I went, no, I'm good, thanks. And it's only when we drive away that my tour manager went, well, I guess you're not getting laid tonight. And I went, who the fuck was offering sex? And he goes, well, when she invited you up for a drink, I go, yeah, but I didn't want a drink. And he goes, it's not a drink. It's not a drink. <laughs> That's so true. And I was like, oh, no, I actually just want a cup of tea and a lawyer. <laughs> Because I'm not a coffee drinker. I'm going to be single forever. Yes, I don't drink coffee. So I'm all, like, for anyone ever says, do you want to catch up for a coffee? I just say no. Yeah. But I realise now it's it's not the coffee. It's, if anything, yeah. in just the communication, just conversation. Yeah. <laughs> just you can say have whatever it. you like. Yes. You can have a, a mocha. Yeah. I can have a baby chino. 
But do you think it's it's like a Gen X thing where we go, what we say is what we fucking mean? Yes. Yes, and, I, absolutely. Yeah. Because now I get into strife, let's call it strife, quite a bit where people will go, what does that mean? And I'm like, I'm not even, and I think also the bluntness from being, you know, South African Yes. Because we just we just fucking come out with it. But also, see, I find millennials and and Gen Y and even the Zs coming through because yeah. my daughter's only ten, but I think she's one of them. Oh, they yeah. do. There's subtext. They are. They're always reading subtext. It doesn't. Yeah. No. I, I'm an absolute. Just say it like it is. But now, if you say it like it is, you've got to have a filter. Who would this offend? Yeah. Like I've never been more nervous as a broadcaster to talk. My job is yeah. now dangerous. It wasn't dangerous when I started. Yeah. Like I could have, one of the options was to go and maybe join the police force or even work in an ER. They're yeah. dangerous. Radio yeah. was pretty safe. Now radio, you could be cancelled within seconds of something yeah. coming out of your mouth. 100%. But as a comic, same thing. Like people get offended about shit that I'm like, oh, this is a specifically you issue, <laughs> so I'm not going to cut this joke out because you had an incident at Kmart. I don't yes. really give a shit, you know. like <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I hate Kmart. Okay, well, you are literally <laughs> on your fucking own. Who hates Kmart? It is no, the best he- shop. <laughs> I love K- – I would be in Kmart minimum three times a week and my only issue with Kmart, and I say this with love for the company that I have no affiliation with, yeah. that I don't want to be at self-checkout. I want somebody to help me. Yes. I can't do the hangers. I, every every time without fail at self-checkout, mm. it will come up with that message saying contact Wait a customer service person. And I reckon on a daily basis when I'm there, I would say to the customer service guy or girl or person, I'll say, if you just stand here and do it for me, I imagine yeah. it'll go a lot quicker and it'll yeah. be easier for you because I'm going to yeah. keep calling you over here when I make a mistake. What, did you ever work in retail? Yes, my first job was retail. Yeah, yeah. So I think all of us fucking worked in retail. What did you do? Yes, I was. I worked in the jewellery and watch department at Maya Eastland in Ringwood. That's in uh, in around Melbourne, in Melbourne suburb. And I it was I was sixteen, and you had to wear black and white, like a black and white suit. So I'm a teenager oh, nice. looking like a middle aged woman, yes. and like uh, a middle aged uh, accountant. <laughs> but do you know what the best part about it was? Because I'm not. Like I'm a hard worker if work requires sitting down. You should you should drive a tram. I should no <laughs> no joke. That is actually a really good thing for me. I now do reformer Pilates because it's lying down exercising. I can lie in a bed and exercise. That's and and when I was doing uh, working in the jewelry and watch department, you had to stand around and hello, may I help you? But there was a little corner where you did watch repairs and it had yeah. a seat. So. <sighs> I spent my whole shift, and they're only four or five hour shifts when you're a teenager, yeah. just putting on people's watch bands and repairing their batteries. And Amazing. I got to just sit the whole time. So always looking for a shortcut. But see, you went through the training. So so my my thing with self-checkout is this. They didn't fucking consult us, the public. These shops all just went, oh, we're going to do self-checkout. Now, yes. I didn't get training in this, I've never worked in your <laughs> specific shop. When I worked in a till, because I worked in a liquor store, I worked in a like a supermarket, you know, like, oh, so I've had, but like in the old school tills that you have to hammer in the skew number yourself. Like yes. I can still remember the skew number for a slab of beer 
that, you know, back in the day when I was 18 or 17 years old, when I worked in the liquor store, I couldn't even buy the booze, but I was selling the booze, uh, <clears throat> you know. But now all of this stuff, so it keeps saying you're doing something wrong and then you get the person over and you're like, just can you just fucking do it? You've clearly <laughs> had training. You've got all the codes. I don't have the scanner thing if anything goes wrong. So you fucking stay here and you do this. I don't get paid to check myself out. I totally agree. And you're right. Where was the consensus on this? Yeah. You know what? Actually, when I was pregnant a few years ago, they just started this at like Kmart and Target. And I had a I had a meltdown. I don't meltdown often in public, but I was about nine months pregnant. Yeah. I had a five-year-old and I was at there was nobody at the serve like checkout. Yeah. And I was trying to work the checkout myself. And I literally stood in the middle of the department store and said, I'm pregnant. I need help yeah. <laughs> because I couldn't do self-checkout on my own. Yeah. I know, but then I feel like such a boomer because then you think, okay, orange, and then you click in there's 15 different types of oranges and you're like, oh, my God, which one did I take? And then yeah. <laughs> now I'm, I'm trying to get them out of the bag so I can try and read the stickers with my nearly 50-year-old eyes and I'm like, I can't fucking figure out what I got. You know, it's it's tricky and I don't want to go to jail because I stole oranges. Yeah, but that's on them, I've decided. If I have got something wrong, that's on you guys. Yeah. If I got too yeah, many. because you should have fucking done training with me. Exactly. That's what I would do. If I ran a department store, I'd go, uh, Monday mornings we've got training for all the boomers and Gen Xs to come through and we'll do training and you can get a name badge for the shop and go, <laughs> you're fully trained. And a card and a yes. code so you can fucking get that. <laughs> That red light off your tail. Jesus Yeah, Christ. what a badge with my name on it. Yeah. You, now, you keep mentioning ge- the generations, and I love this, yeah. Ursula, because I, f- I love that I'm here with an exer. Yeah. Because I, I work with, I feel like, uh, you know, what am I, 46, but I work with some 40-year-olds and 42-year-olds, and they keep calling themselves millennials. And this yeah. is bugging me because when I was a young Gen Xer, like when we were yeah. in our te- in teens and 20s, and boomers were your parents and your grandparents. Yeah. But for some reason, we've now crept up right next to the boomers. We're way too yeah. close to them because I think yeah. there's like d- decades between us and boomers. Yeah. But now the millennials and the Zs and the Ys and they all get to hang out together. They're all very close. Yeah, if you yeah. look at um, like what we grew up with, the Golden Girls, right? You know those yes. ladies were all in their early 50s, 51, 53, 54. I think the oldest one was 54 years old. That's then you right. look at Sex in the City and those women are all in their 60s now and they look fucking amazing. Amazing. But if you compare the two of them together, you're like, oh, Christ. We are just a different fucking breed of people than we our parents are. were. We but, are. But, but now we, we are making substandard children. We are, yeah. we are doing that because now they're allergic to fucking everything. I know. That is actually so true. Oh, yeah. I need to. I, I'm trying to get tougher with my kids at the moment because I realise what I'm doing is just making them so soft and yeah. I'm already angry at the soft millennials and soft wise. Yeah. But and also if I whinge too much about this, they just look at me and go, okay, boomer, or okay, yeah. Karen. No, yeah. I'm allowed yeah. to be angry in my forties. Yeah. Does it make yeah, me see, a Karen, does it? When whenever there's a footage <laughs> of a Karen, right? And they go, Karen going wild, I'm like, I wanna see the years of footage of people riding this bitch's tits to a point <laughs> where she snapped, where she's standing nine months pregnant, holding a five year old's hand, going, I need help. I wanna see that. <laughs> I know, you know, like I normally when they say this Karen snapped, I'm like, what did you do? 
That's so true. On the dad that comes home and, and you know, the mum goes, wait till your dad gets home. And then I'm like, what did you do? I don't even give a shit. If your mum's upset, it's not because she's a Karen. It's because you've been riding a tits all fucking day. <laughs> so true. <laughs> but there will, I will have an epic Karen moment that will probably go viral and everyone will see. Do you think, because um, when, when my daughter, you know, because everyone warns you when you have kids, right? And they yeah. go, the terrible twos. Two was nothing. <laughs> Two's fine. Two is a fucking walk in the park. When that little demon turns three, that's when it starts. Like when my daughter was three, I Googled, why is my three-year-old? And it auto-completed to a fucking asshole. <laughs> and I I didn't even look it up. I just felt so seen in that moment because I was mm. like, I was going to look up, why Why is my three-year-old so so difficult? Why is my, And then when it said a fucking asshole, I thought <laughs> other people have done been in this feel. exact position and I, yes. I feel like, okay, I can carry on. But fuck, yes. she was difficult. My three-year-old at the moment wants to be a different Disney character every five minutes. And I'm not even saying, that's not an exaggeration. Yesterday, she started the day as uh, Pocahontas, then she went into Moana, then she went into Ariel, then she went into Anna, which led to Elsa. And then at some point in the afternoon, she wanted to be Wednesday Adams. And I actually got into an argument wow. with her about, well, that's not a Disney character. Yeah. Um, and But I went, we did it. We did the plaits, the braids. She looks in yeah. the mirror and wants something different. I, I cannot physically concentrate on changing a child's costume that many times a day, but I'm doing it. Yeah. Well, my 10-year-old, I pick her up from school and we haven't, we haven't even driven the car out of the car spot. And she's like, Mom, I just need a break. You've, uh, you've just had eight hours at this school. That was your break. <laughs> You're yeah. now on. <laughs> this yeah. is your quality sister time. Mama yeah. needs a break now. <laughs> yeah. I actually said to my children the other day, this came out of my mouth, I said, I had you so you would cuddle me and kiss me and give me love and you're giving me none of that. And I suddenly yeah. went... Oh, no. Oh, I think I've just admitted that I I birthed like what I thought would be soft toys that you'd cuddle and yeah. just play with. But fair <laughs> enough. they're real you, little humans. <laughs> that's, um, and I mean, you know, at least you had a plan for them. Like the same, I said to my yes. son the other day when I got back, because I'm on tour, so I'm, I'm in New Zealand four days, then in Australia three days a week. So um, <clears throat> I went and got them. I'm lying on the couch and I said, excuse me, can you please just come and give me a cuddle? And he, because he still has his little boy brain first, so he jumps up and yeah. he runs and halfway to me you can see that sort of um, little man kick in and he stops and he goes, don't you think I'm a bit old for this? But I know he gets that oh. from his sister and I went, I want you to know you will never be too old. You're going to be 45 and still coming to give me cutters. Get on this couch. And he sort of just, because he, he lies on top of me and then we watch a movie. Um, and I go, can you just get on here? And then he got on there and he was fine. But, um, yeah, she's now that, when I try and hold her hand or when we cross the road, she's like, no, no. Yeah. You know, hold know. my hand. Hold my hand. I know. I want that. Do you know the other thing too is before I had kids, I know DVDs are a thing of the past with, with streaming, but... I had saved up all the movies that I would watch when I had kids because I love an yeah. animated uh, fiction. I love it. Yeah. And all Disney. So I've got all these films and I'm even now, like on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon, oh, movie on the couch with mum and I'll get popcorn yeah. and sweets and they're like, so, no, we've got yeah. YouTube streaming to do. What? What? Yeah. what well, no, this is not how I planned it. I've yeah. even bought the little Minnie Mouse and Mickey Mouse bowls to put the popcorn in. Yeah. Like th there was a plan here for me no, to you have need children to that the were. Wi -Fi off. You go. You get on here. So what I've done, I can't. I can't. 
I can't get them on the couch with me anymore in the lounge. So what I do is I yeah. now have a TV in my room and I go, um, we're going to have a, we're going to watch a movie in bed and then I take the treat box with a popcorn and then sure, you know, because I've got the little man, it involves a bit of wrestling. Um, yes. But mainly we just watch the movie and then, yeah, like I say, they're nearly there for the whole time, nearly. Oh, see, that's good. I've got too many distractions in the lounge room. I'm going to have to, yeah, I'm either going to have to cuff them or force them or bribe them, but, I, yeah. yeah, I'm losing them. Awesome. I didn't think I'd lose them this young. I know, but it's tech. It's, but, and also then people go, you have to keep them off tech. And it's like, okay, A, as a single mum, that's fucking hard. Exactly. You know, because they sort of, they need it. Um, and B, this is their future. Totally. They they are going to be on tech one day. Like the world isn't going, but we're not going back to the horses <laughs> and where we have to sort our own shit in the field. Like we're going more tech, not less tech. But even homework, their homework is so ridiculous to me when they go, oh, you have to homeschool, you have to. I'm like, why? These kids can literally just Google anything. That exactly, everything. But to be honest, even cooking. Like I'm I'm trying to get in, in into the kitchen to do muffins or cupcakes, but they even look at me and go, but mum, we can buy them. And I, I don't know how to argue with them. Yeah, because you go, you so can. Right. Yeah, and for cheaper than I can bake it. Exactly, and yeah. nicer. You go to Costco, you can get 48 fucking of those for less than what I can make these 12 ones. I know. I know, it's crazy. Or they just go, Uber it. Yeah, yeah exactly. My, my son said to me, Uber it when he was five. Why don't you Uber it? I go, why don't you wake up to yourself? Yeah, I know. I have these fights with my mum because my mum will occasionally, and this is uh, an embarrassing admission, my mum actually manages my finances and she'll occasionally just go, hey, your Uber Eats bills, like what are you doing? I'm like, <laughs> mum, she go, you should be cooking the kids like home-cooked meals. And Why? and again, like a single parent on my own, yeah. sometimes it is I need help and Uber do a wonderful job of delivering food. But they can actually put in more veggies than I can put in. Yeah. They'll eat. I can get them some nice Vietnamese rolls and they're yeah. doing better than if the, I heat up some party pies. I quickly want to give a plug to your kids' books because how many kids' books have you got? Two. Two, yes. It's so it's so good because it's all about non-traditional families and, you know. Dude, well, there was Minty Mae Gray and the Strangely Good Day. That That's my first book and that was that's all about beauty and the concept of beauty and I've got two little girls and I just can't have them thinking that they've got to look like an Instagram model because that's where it's heading. That's what they're yeah. going to end up seeing. But the second one, uh, Posy Pearl is a Curious Girl. Girl. That's a little girl who's desperate uh, for a sister. And um, she goes on a journey where she meets other kids who want, one kid wants grandparents and one kid wants a dad. And mm. and the, uh, the the I guess the messaging by the end of the book is don't look for things you don't have. Be grateful for what you've got. I haven't had anyone directly have a crack at me or for, for my family set up. But I do think that I, 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 and I'm so confident and happy in my setup yeah. and we're the happy, like we've got the happiest household, like laughter, wow. fun. Amazing. Um, it, yeah, so it, that, that that is all we need. Yeah. And you don't have to explain it. I'm so sick of explaining myself exactly. to people. I think that's the other thing about being a Gen Xer. Yeah. Ah, uh, whatever. Think what you yeah. want. That, get <laughs> fucked. That's what I think nine out of ten times. <laughs> or people have the audacity to just go, so who's the sperm donor? I go, oh, let me just, it's none of your fucking business. That's who it is. Oh, I totally. Yeah. 
absolutely agree. Isn't that funny when randoms Yeah, and just, the, just 100% I, 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 have that confidence in the where did you get semen from is basically what they're asking. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it's you go, so how true. did you get knocked up? What position were you lying in? It's like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. It's so outrageously personal. Yeah. So I, I Googled you because I like to Google people and just see. Yes. I just put your name and then I want to see what other people, the most common things that people Google about you. Yeah, great. And this I love is it. this is what I've got. Number one. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Fifi box partner. <laughs> Number two. Mm-hmm. Weight loss. Oh yeah, yes. People are obsessed with your weight. I know. It's, it's so fucked. strange. Yeah. I mean, you do look great. It, that, but honestly. Well, I appreciate yeah. that. But all, yeah, I'm, I, I get that. I get I get asked about that a lot, and I go, I yeah, I had a baby, yeah, <laughs> I just and I put on weight, and then I went back to being like the way I was before, and I then I had another say. baby, yeah, yeah, and then I had another yeah. Baby. It's, but also, it's like um, someone said to me in the industry, and my manager disputes this fact, but this is hundred percent what happened yeah. um, last year during comedy festival. She's like, "Have you lost weight?" And I went, "No, I'm actually the fattest I've ever been." And she's she's like, oh, I thought so. But I'm like, so why bring it up? <laughs> why why bring up my weight at all? The other thing people want to know is your net worth. How much money are you making? Where are you getting semen from? And how much Do money you have you got? Really? Who are you seeing? Who are you seeing? And how did you that's, lose the weight? It's like, can you imagine? Amazing. Just at a bar, <laughs> someone comes up to you and just like, oh, hi, you look so skinny. Where did you get semen from? How much money have you got in the bank? It's like the rudest <laughs> shit for people who Google it. It is. But also to type it into the search um, yeah. engine how do they think they're going to get a, an answer? Like, at what bank is releasing my bank details? But they do, though, because people just make shit up. People make shit up. I've seen my net worth because, like, I Google myself too every now and again just to see what people are up to. They want to know all yeah. the personal shit, the stuff that no, know. It's like, and then there's websites that claim to know how much you're worth. And one website say I'm worth $300,000. The other one's got me up to $11 million. I'm like, Jesus, I am Ooh. on the spectrum here of this <laughs> is so nuts. <laughs> and how funny is it, though, when you get offended by the answer that's already wrong? Yeah. So you know it's wrong, yeah. but you get offended still. I know. I know. Why do they think that? <laughs> I don't think I'm better than that. <laughs> Fuck, it's so crazy. I um, you have a addiction to a game uh, on your iPhone. What is the game? Yes. What has gotten Okay, iPhone? this game is Evermerge. Yeah. And it's a game, it's so embarrassing because it's my 10-year-old daughter, actually two years ago when she was eight. It's a kid's game. And she said, Mom, Mom, check out this game. And I was like, no, no, I've got Candy Crush. I've got my own yeah. things going on. And then I started playing her game and it, it's essentially merging things. Yeah. So... Um, Rapunzel or Sleeping Beauty, and you, ca- you, you gather all these um, Disney characters. So re- if you harvest your apples every day, you get to build a hut. And if you merge your huts, you get to build a villa. And if you merge a village, you get a castle. So anyway, it's like Monopoly. Yes. And it's so, and it's enough houses, you get a hotel. And they're not real. And I'm aware of this. But every time I get really close, I occasionally do the thing I promised myself I wouldn't. And I certainly don't want my children doing this. Boy. I buy pretend things. <laughs> So I've bought some pretend castles and then they opened up this mythical creature realm where if I get enough unicorns, I can 
earn myself a griffin. And every now and then I go, I'm buying the griffin. I'm not, I'm not hanging around for this. And now they've opened it up to dinosaurs and I've got a triceratops that's getting me very close to a T-Rex. So I'm sort of gathering. Anyway, it's constant daily harvesting. And I did something really stupid last week. I deleted the app because it was glitchy. Yeah. But I knew I had gotten myself an online account with this yeah. company so I went, oh, I'll just put in my login details and then a sign comes up or a thing on my, uh, my phone saying, your profile is corrupted, oh. contact the support team. Well, I have been contacting the support team for seven days now and this lovely gentleman, Noah, from the Silicon Valley, I'm going direct to California yeah, for this, yeah. Silicon Valley, he keeps writing back to me, Fifi, thank you for your patience. We're just waiting to hear back from the developers we understand your frustration. And I'm laughing because I'm going, well, what, what, why are the developers of this game? Yeah. Like, I feel like I've gone high up to the top yeah. here. The developers are involved in figuring out what's wrong with my profile. But then I'm also borderline worried, is Noah a kid in his parents' garage in California who's created a game He's just siphoning all my money to buy mythical creatures yeah. and he has no idea what to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, the developer's his dad. You're going to get a call going, can you stop yes. calling Noah, please? You, you need to stop messaging him, he's 11. <laughs> I know, he's our son, leave him alone. But also I'm a sad middle-aged woman who wants my unicorn collection back. Like there's so many elements to this that are really... I'm I'm battling no. because um, I've even, Isn't, in my absence of um, Evermerge, I've gone back to Candy Crush and I'm actually like, is my life reduced to this? <laughs> Am I addicted to these ridiculous, stupid games when I'm actually a mother of two small children? No, but I think this is how, do you remember back in the day, you know, before <laughs> smartphones, before, you know, we were all on, our mums would do scrapbooking and we would do scrapbooking. Yes. and And then after the, there was a big phase of candle making where everyone was making candles. <laughs> this is our candle making. This is our modern day candle make. We just switch off and do it. Like I I play Candy Crush and then I've got this, um, <coughs> I play Bejeweled Blitz where you get a minute. Bejeweled Blitz? Yeah, you get a minute to um, get as many points as you can. And I'm telling you, there's no one that I follow on Facebook that have come close. Like I make 70, 80, 90 million points in a minute, whereas the rest wow. of them, the, the second person will get like 25 million. I'm like, you fucking amateurs. And I, no. so it's become this thing for me. Like I've, I have this obsession. Before I go on stage, I play Candy Crush uh, <laughs> or uh, Bejeweled and it kind of, Switches my my brain off. But if I don't get top score, then I'm going to have a shit gig. If I get top score, I know I'm going to smash the gig. And I just, it's almost now. So I've had to, and I'm not proud of myself. There was one guy, Mike, who kept outscoring me. He must literally devote his fucking life playing this game. And I've unfriended him. I'm like, fuck you, Mike. I'm no, not. Yeah, no. yeah. I cannot. I cannot risk my entire career having shit gigs because Mike's Mike scores a thousand points oh. more than me. So I've just blocked him. I never liked him anyway. Fuck him. <laughs> so I just, I just, <laughs> I blocked him. Now I'm I back on it. top, baby. I'm back on top. Yes. He's my Noah. He was. I was like, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some more bejewel to do. Yeah, Mama's bejeweling. Mama's bejeweling right now. <laughs> I'm going to look that game up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> honestly, I'm going to add you so we can battle it out. Yeah, do. I'll find yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And then if it doesn't work out, if you score more than me, I'm going to block you. Um, <laughs> I can <laughs> I never come on your that. radio show again. I'm like, get fucked. <laughs> 
<laughs> Femi, let me ask oh. you something. What is the one thing that shits you to absolute tears about other people? Do you know what? And it's probably a common one, but I do fly a bit. And I particularly, uh, 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 before children, I was doing a lot of flying. I was working. I was um, traveling. And I don't understand anyone who puts a chair back on a plane. I just don't. Yes. Now, I don't, and I feel bad because maybe you are a chair No, I'm not because I fly often and I know how fucking frustrating oh, that is. Yes, and my thing is there is a tray table. So I think they've only put that ability to move the chair back as a courtesy thing. Maybe it makes them feel like they're, I don't know, they're ticking a customer service box. But there is no, it, like it, it, the fact that there's a television screen on that seat means that someone needs to watch it. Now, if you go backwards, not only have you tipped all my food all over me, but I can't see the screen yeah. because of the glare and yeah. it's too close. So I, I don't, and, and it's happened to me a few times recently and I have spent the whole flight, and one of them was a 14-hour flight from LA, and I was the whole time going, but dude, why? Like, I, like you know that's inconvenienced yeah. me. Especially short flights, they shouldn't have weld those yes. seats. Weld those seats in the upright yes. position. Yesterday I flew back yes. from, uh, I was in Tasmania to Melbourne, Melbourne to Auckland. Uh, for both of those flights, I was sitting in the, you know, the business seats of Qantas, which is basically just like a little lazy boy and it can recline, but you yeah. don't recline it for those reasons you that you just mentioned before. Uh, but this is the yes. thing that added shit me on with that, and it's always a man. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and tell you that right now. It's always a fucking man. <laughs> if I'm in the aisle, I prefer to sit in the aisle because then, I'll, you know, if I want to go to the toilet, I don't want to ask any, another adult if I can quickly go where. So I sit in the aisle. Yes. Uh, and then this guy will come in, say if I'm on the plane first, and they go, don't worry, I'll climb over. No, you fucking won't. No. I don't want your nutsack <laughs> scraping past my nose or even worse, your asshole. I'll just get up. Let me, it's not an inconvenience for me whatsoever. Do not fucking climb me. I'm not a horse. <laughs> I don't care how long your legs are. You are going to have to lean over me like we're about to fuck on a dining room chair. Don't do that. I don't want you in that position. It, it's not It's not a fun. It's not okay. I don't want to wonder what if anything happens. What if your foot slips? Now we're in a relationship. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. And it just occurred to me, maybe they are like doing it deliberately because there's no reason not to say to somebody, can you get up? Yeah. But maybe there's people that sort of like it. Yeah, there and must be. Maybe there's be. guys out there that actually like the climbing over bit. I'd never thought about that. There must be a sign. Maybe it's on my shirt. Maybe it's like like the pineapple. It's like if you have anything red on your jumper. <laughs> maybe you've got pineapples. It means climb you. I wonder. Yes. Climb. Okay, but also, okay, this is another one. I had this guy behind me yeah. yesterday. Every time he gets up, so... There's if you fly a business in either Virgin or Qantas, it's just four or six seats, and then the other seats just start. There's no barrier. It's yes, just, they literally put a rope with two magnets between the the business and economy. Um, and so this yeah. guy behind me, every time he stood up, which was quite frequently, is one of those guys who couldn't remember what he was getting up for in his overhead. So he would get up for the headphones, <laughs> then get up for the cord, then get up for this, then get his jacket, then get. But every time he got up, he would grab the back of my seat and then stand up like he's never heard of leg muscles in his life and then stand up and then release the seat and then vonk, smash me. Like, because now you're like, you know, projecting into the seat in front of you. And this guy is reclining yeah. his seat. So now I've got five centimeters. 
and and then I smashed my forehead into the seat in front of me. It's like, dude, use your leg muscles. You know, like do some <laughs> of those exercises to get your glutes strong, but don't just fucking hang onto my seat and and hoist yourself up. It's travel. It just shouldn't bring up tra- anything to do with travel. There's always someone. I know. And when you go to the security, have your stuff off you. Yeah. Don't get to the front of security and then take your belt off and get your bag and your wallet out. You knew and what was coming. Get so confused. You had ample time to get or ready. Or they look around like, where's the bucket? <laughs> it's it's there. It's there. Yeah. Help yourself. Like they should just go, if you fly more than 50 times a year, there's a special aisle for you. Yes. That is the proper express one where you just go, you can see frequent flyers. They take this shit, it's ready, put it down, go through, take it out. Yes. And, and they don't stand right in front of the belt and wait for their thing to come and you're like, step the fuck away. It's the same as when the bags come out of the, the um, you know, where you have to pick up your bag and then you see people yes. stand right up against it and you go, I'm going to. I'm going to fight you. I'm going to. Yes. <laughs> Just get I'm back. I'm going to throat punch you because no one can see anything because you're big fucking head. <laughs> What's the one thing about you oh, that shits so you good. to death? Um, do you know what? My need to have sauce or a condiment with everything. Like I see it coming, Ursula. I know. Like I actually carry tomato sauce around in my handbag yeah. because I know that I need it with food. Yeah. And I wish I didn't have a juvenile palate, but I have a juvenile palate. Yeah. So I'm that annoying person. I, a waitress is not worst nightmare. Even recently, I, <laughs> we, I took the kids to a resort for a holiday and every time we'd order nuggets and chips by the pool, yeah. I, um, I'd say to them, could I just get extra sauce? And then they put the sauce in the tiny yeah. sachets. And there's not enough sachet, for, there's not enough sauce in that sachet for two chips. Yeah. So then I end up going back up to them and I do that sort of like, you know, ha, 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 can I just get a couple more of those sachets yeah. or I just need a bit more sauce? And then she gives me one or two more. And I almost feel like looking at her and going, darling, that is not going to cut yeah. it. I am going to need the you whole bottle. Send me, send me a carafe of sauce. <laughs> I don't care what it is. But I do, I wish I did not have that. That frustrates me about myself. I wish I could have a mature palate. I wish I could appreciate food without condiments. I wish I could appreciate wine or a nice mature drink. I drink kids' drinks. I, I literally have spiders. Um, my kids will go, I'll go, guys, we want pink lemonades. And even my even my three-year-old now just wants a normal lemon, lemonade yeah. without the pink fuzz and the ice cream. And I still want it. And even if I'm going to go alcoholic, I have a fire engine, which is just raspberry lemonade with vodka. Yeah. Like everything about me and my palate is juvenile. It's frustrating. I mean, you know, there's worse things. Do you like <laughs> gravy? Are you a gravy gal? I love gravy. See? I can't be everything in gravy. Oh I make, even the gravy companies frustrate me because they go, this is how much to make a cup of gravy. Where's a cup of gravy going to get me? Yeah. I want the whole packet. Yeah. I'm going to, tell me how to make five litres of gravy. Yeah. Like this, we, yeah. yeah I, I feel like I'm talking to my tour manager because everywhere we go, he just get, gets like, and can I have a cup of gravy? He's like, he's a sauce guy himself. I think there's I worse too. things. There's worse things. But, yeah, I mean, if you ever, that's the thing. If you go to someone's house who's a really good cook, like my mum doesn't do any sauces. You go to her house, you have to hide, really? hide yeah, sauce. No. And you go, 
Uh, and but she's a shit cook. That's the problem. Like I, I'm not a sauce girl. I don't have sauce with anything because I'm a really <gasps> good cook. But if I go to mom's <sighs> house, you got to drain that shit. Like you, you got to, you got to try and kill the flavor with a tomato sauce or mayonnaise or mustard or chutney or any, all of the above, um, to try and get yes. that burn taste out of it. And then, um, <laughs> but she never. She's like, oh no, I don't like sauce. I'm like, it's not about what you like. It's what I, what I need. <laughs> Making it palatable. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Hey, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really enjoyed that. Thank you. I did too. If you love this episode with Fifi, the radio star, go check out my episode with another broadcasting hero, Whipper. The episode is so good. We had to give you two. Just search That's Enough Already with Whipper wherever you get your podcast or download it for free on the Listener app. I mean for free on the Listener app. Do it. Thanks for listening to this episode of That's Enough Already, hosted by me, Ursula Carlson, and produced by Natalie Turner. The supervising producer was Nick McClure, and special thanks to Ella Leaf and Beck Sutherland. Couldn't do it without you, gals. If you like this podcast, remember to subscribe, share it with all of your friends, tell your mum, tell your sister, don't tell that annoying brother of yours, you know, but definitely share it with a friend. Shh.